0: now every time he has a good hand, he wags his tail and gives away. <laughs> but isn't that the way it is with joy? When you have joy in your heart, you give it away. It shows on your face. It shows in your countenance. It shows in how you act. It shows in how you live. When you have joy in your heart. A joyful heart makes a cheerful face. Proverbs 15:13. So I don't want to see no joy to the world the lord is come. let earth receive her king let every (laughs) that's not how we do it right that's not right where's elena it's 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 joy to the world right that's how it goes it's not it's not subdued and the band isn't going to let it be subdued this morning that's for sure mike's already falling off the stage he's so excited (laughs) You owe your son, by the way, because he's the one who caught you. (laughs) The passage this morning is out of Philippians chapter 4. We're actually going to be in Philippians 4. The message is weaved throughout this morning, Uh, so the the beginning of it is a passage that was read earlier, which is verses 4 through 7, which is up here. Rejoice in the Lord always in case you didn't get it, he has to say it again. I will say rejoice. rejoice. That's right. That's what we're here for is a joy in the Lord. Let your gentleness be known to all men. The Lord is at hand. Be anxious for nothing, but in everything, by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds through Christ Jesus our Lord. So this morning, our Advent message is about joy and joy is different from happiness in fact it's very different bill anderson wrote this about joy he said joy is something that confronts my circumstances and occurs in spite of sadness difficulty or loss happiness is a good feeling i get when things go a particular way joy is an attitude i adopt in spite of how things go joy is a posture it's a position it's the deep assurance i have that the god who loves me Remains in control. Joy doesn't happen to me one day and avoid me the next. Joy is the result of a choice. A choice I have to make every day. It's a choice based on the knowledge that I belong to God who is my refuge. And nothing, not even death, can take God away from me. The best example of that kind of joy that I've ever seen is in a couple of friends of of ours, Kit and I, Brian and Debbie Mott. Debbie got pregnant some years ago, and, and it was a joyous moment. Their first kid, they were, they were just ecstatic. Debbie wanted to be a mom. Yeah, anybody in here that wanted to be a mom? Debbie wanted to be a mom, and and they were so happy. It wasn't long, though, that they discovered that their baby had, a, had a, a significant issue, and he wouldn't live long if he survived to birth. See, we tend to focus primarily on happiness in this life, and. There's nothing wrong with that, except that that depends on our circumstances. But joy doesn't. You can have joy in the midst of the most horrendous of circumstances, the most difficult of things. See, we can choose joy, and that's what Brian and Debbie did. They chose joy. From the first time I found out about Harvey and what the prognosis was, (laughs) Debbie was really clear with me. About the fact that she wasn't going to get lost in asking, why me? Now, don't mishear that. She had rough days. She had hard times. But what she didn't do was get lost in, why is this happening to me? And that self-pity that comes with that. She told me that there would be miracles of healing throughout this, this pregnancy. And she didn't want to miss any of them by losing sight of And we all hoped for, prayed for, we longed for the big healing for Harvey. We prayed really hard for that. And we didn't get it. But I'll tell you this, I've been approached by more folks than I can remember about Harvey. As I prepared for Harvey's funeral, God impressed upon me a passage of scripture out of Romans. It's Romans 15, 13. May the God of hope Fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him. So that you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. If you'd been around me much during that time, you'd have heard me say things like, I don't think I can handle this like Brian and Debbie are. But the truth is that Brian and Debbie couldn't handle it on their own. They had family around them. They had friends around them. They had church around them. They were in a small group, and that small group carried them sometimes. But even all of that, you know what they had beyond that? The Spirit of God living in their hearts. And even on the worst of days, they were able to, to, to live into that. To know that God was with them. That Emmanuel, God with us, was with them. No matter what. And it transformed them. And it created... Harvey is now, he's, he, in memory of him, is a 5K in, in, uh, in Gainesville. He lives on. Harvey hasn't gone away. Harvey's still doing ministry. You know, he's here this morning in this message. He's part of ministry, and he's going to be part of my life forever. That's an impact. That's an impact. He lived a miraculous day. He was perfectly formed. They were worried about that. He lived 30 hours. He lived long enough to be able to go home to Brian and Debbie's house, and he passed away with a, a group of us around them and him in their home. It was a miracle. It was a miracle. Today they have a son, Hudson James, mom. They have a new boy. He's healthy. And he's a boy. (laughs) But Harvey's ministry is continuing even today. God is good. God is good in all things. He is present as we go through struggles and difficulties. And he's there when we're going through the good stuff too. He's always with us. Joy abounds. But it doesn't mean that we don't get tired sometimes. Because sometimes we do. And God was gracious through the prophet Isaiah. He gave us a scripture that some of y'all probably have on a wall at home somewhere or on a plaque. It's out of Isaiah chapter 40, verse 29. He gives strength to the weary and increases the power of the weak. Even youths grow tired and weary, and young men stumble and fall. But those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar on wings like eagles, they will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not be faint. This morning we're going to celebrate the joy of the Lord. We're going to sing songs to him. and I know that some of y'all come in here with some stuff and some hardships and some things going on that are tough. I want you to know that God is with you. God is not going anywhere, and we can choose joy. So we're going to celebrate Jesus, right? I
1: celebrate Jesus. Uh, Please stand and join us. Thank you. You know, these songs are so familiar to us. We love them, and we love the traditions of them. But if you would, this morning, just remember the words and the music and celebrate in a way that gives honor to God. But these lyrics are beautiful, and we know them so well, we just kind of float through them without even thinking about them. So think about what you're saying. It's joyful and triumphant that (laughs) this Lord has come today.
0: True. Whatever things are noble, whatever things are just, whatever things are pure, whatever things are lovely, whatever things are of good report. If there's any virtue, if there's anything praiseworthy, meditate on these things. The things which you learned and received and heard and saw in me, these do. And the God of peace will be with you. See, when we focus on the good things, when our perspective shifts from from what I don't have to what I do have, and we're able to stay in that place, it transforms our lives. It changes who we are. Doesn't mean that we don't sometimes let it slip away. A gentleman named Kent Crockett, he wrote a book called I Once Was Blind But Now I Squint. (laughs) He wrote this about his wife, Cindy, and and, uh, selling his joy. He said, one day my wife, Cindy, refueled our car at a filling station in a Texas town. Instead of driving up to the self-service pump, she accidentally pulled up to full service. I don't even think they had those anymore. <laughs> she didn't realize that that luxury service was going to cost her 50 extra cents per gallon. Later, she told me how the station had hiked the prices on full service. Now, I thought that extra 50 cents a gallon surely has to be against federal law or regulation or something. I quickly calculated that the extra $7 she spent on full service would have taken our vehicle 128.33 miles further if she would have bought se- the, the regular self serve gas. The full service gas robbery had me fuming for several hours. And as I was mulling over this terrible injustice, God showed me what I had done. I had sold my joy for seven bucks. never realized how cheaply I would surrender something so valuable. And I understood when Esau sold his birthright to Jacob a little better. He did it for a bowl of soup. I had exchanged my joy for $7 worth of gas. Now before we get too far off onto Han, huh? what have we sold our joy for? What have we focused on that took us away from joy and into a place where we were angry or felt sorry for ourselves? At what price are you willing to sell your joy? Do you focus so much on the things that you don't have that it ties you up in knots and and it keeps you from enjoying the good things that you do have? Does it wrap you up? Does it grab hold of you? Are you hanging on to things too tightly? Bruce Larson, that a pastor Tells the story of a conference in a Presbyterian church in Omaha, Nebraska. We lived in Omaha. It was cold. I just know that. <laughs> at the beginning of the service, people were given helium-filled balloons. And over the course of the service, they were asked to release them when they felt to an expression of joy. Just that when you feel joyous this morning, let your balloon go and it'll float to the top. And the service went on. And at the end of the service, a third of the people still had their balloon. Are you hanging on to your balloon? Are you hanging on too tightly that you're missing joy? Maybe it's time to let it go. Maybe it's time to start talking to people, to telling people, to shift our perspective, to tell people about Jesus, to tell people about how much God loves them. You can tell it at work. You can tell it in your family. Please do. You can even go Tell it on the mountain if you want to.
1: Please stand and join us. gift, the gift that ultimately keeps on giving. Thank you for this church, thank you for this family, this body of Christ. Help us to just do nothing but celebrate your love, and that gift is born. Said his name we pray. Amen. Amen.
0: but lacked opportunity. Not that I speak in regard to need, for I've learned in whatever state I am to be content, to choose. I know how to be abased. I know how to abound. Uh, everywhere and in all things I've learned, both to be full and to be hungry, to abound and to suffer need. I can do all things through Christ, who strengthens me. See, we're able to find joy in all things when our focus in faith is Jesus Now, this passage isn't saying that you can be Superman or Superwoman. I can do all things. I can pick up this building. No, it's not really what it's talking about. But we can overcome in life. Through Christ, we are overcomers. No matter what's going on, we, we have the strength through the power of the Holy Spirit to overcome whatever it is that's going on in our life. We're different because he made us different, and he makes us different every day. It's a devotional I read, it's been a while ago, it's called Today in the Word. There's a third century man anticipating death, and he penned these words to a friend. It's a bad world, an incredibly bad world. But I have discovered in the midst of it a quiet and holy people who have learned a great secret. They have found a joy which is a thousand times better than any pleasure of our sinful life. They are despised and persecuted, but they care not. They are masters of their souls. They have overcome the world. These people are Christians, and I am one of them. These people are Christians, and I am one of them. You have the spirit of God within you to overcome. You're overcomers. Jesus is the true joy that we have. We're going to sing it, the band's going to play for us a song It's called a Hallelujah Christmas. Hallelujah is, a, is an intriguing and interesting word because it comes from the Hebrew halal and yah, the word for God. Halal means sing praise to. Yah is Yahweh. Whenever you say hallelujah, you're saying sing praise to God. Halal, yah.
1: Kit mentioned earlier, this this would be a a good song to feel the words. This, This song tells the greatest story ever told. Last week, do not be afraid. Today, joy to the (laughs) world. Thank sure.
0: grab information if you want to know more about what's going on around here there and it's in the back i just hope that you walk out of here knowing how much god loves you and how much he's with you and he is on your side in case you're wondering may the love of god the father the grace of god his son and the power of god the holy spirit fill you lift you lead you carry you if necessary each day of this week each day of your life be blessed and be a blessing amen, amen.